Today is Tuesday, February 13th, 2018, and you're listening to the official View News Podcast. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. Links to all the stories we talk about can be found in our weekly newsletter and on news.viewjs.org. There are a few Vue.js events around the world we want to make sure you know about. First up, Vue.js Amsterdam is taking place later this week on February 16th. Then on March 26th through 28th, we have ViewConf US taking place in New Orleans, which Adam and I will be at. And lastly, Evan Yu is running a two-day Vue.js deep dive in New York on April 19th and 20th. Speaking of Evan Yu, he's the creator of Vue, and in a newly published interview by Elizabeth Hermans, he shares how Vue got started, how he feels Vue differentiates itself from React and Angular, and even shares advice on how to get your boss interested in switching to Vue. <laughs> oh, nice. So, so what do I tell my boss? Well, he talks about how most companies are mainly concerned about the sustainability and stability of a framework, and he points out how well the community financially supports Vue and how active their release cycles are, and you really get a sense for how personally dedicated he is to just making it easier for people to build things on the web with Vue. I was happy to see an article on Vue anti-patterns this week by Anton Kozik. How not to code Vue. Cool. Did Anton inherit someone else's code base, perhaps? (laughs) He sure did. I knew it. So what did he find? Well, static properties in the data object and computed methods. Basically, making reactive properties that never change. So if you have values that don't change, just put them in dollar sign options. Makes sense. What else did he find? He also recommends against including non-reactive data inside computed properties, like cookies. Yeah, if you want a property on your web, page to update whenever cookies are updated, it's not going to work. That's not something Vue will watch for. You should also be careful about using global mix-ins, which cause expensive operations to run on every component. For example, if your mixing causes code to run on the mounted lifecycle hook, you may not need to run that on every component. Yeah, that could slow down your application. Instead, just have a mix-in that runs on one component, or just the ones that need the functionality. Also, if you want to use timeouts or intervals on components, just make sure you use the clear interval function to clear it out in your lifecycle method before destroy so you don't get an error. Anton also mentions you should never use $parent to access properties. Shouldn't you be using event emitters if you need to change the value of a parent's properties? Right. And lastly, if you need to do form validation, don't try to do it yourself. There are libraries for that. Yeah, like Vulidate, which will give you clean and declarative validation code. Check out the blog post to see the code that goes along with these anti-patterns. Have you heard of the Venom stack? <laughs> venom. Like snake venom? Yes. V for view, E for express, and O for node, and M for MongoDB. It sounds a lot cooler than saying Mevin. Oh, this is like mean, but instead of angular, it's V for view, so it would be Mevin. Yep. You're right. Venom does sound a lot more sinister. Yeah, but anyway, I bring it up because there's a new tutorial on how to set up Docker in a Venom stack. Docker is the app that helps you create containerized applications. Exactly. James Otterich walked through dockerizing the front end, back end, and database of your Venom app. Recently, I've been spending a good chunk of time in the Chrome debugger, working on my Vue Internals talk I'm giving at ViewConf US. Vue Internals, that's not the name of your talk. <laughs> well, no. My talk is called Deciphering You, as in Evan You. Cute. The reason I bring it up is that Kenneth Oshenberg recently posted an article showing step-by-step how to sync up VS Code to your Chrome debugger. This way, you can set breakpoints inside VS Code, which then load it into Chrome, and you can step through your code as it executes from inside VS Code. Wait, so you're saying I can use the same step over, step into, and step out debugger controls inside VS Code, and it just executes line by line inside Chrome? Yeah, I've totally got to try this. Sounds like you do. 
A style guide is a valuable tool to add to your app. It can help you ensure your components are used how they should be and keep your team on the same page. But they can, of course, be tedious to create and quickly become outdated. Are you about to solve this problem for everyone forever? I think so. View Style <laughs> Guidist is an automated way to add docs to your components, resulting in a fully featured interactive style guide that your whole team can use. So it'll give you usage examples for your components? Yep, based on markdown files. You can use it to generate a static HTML page to share and publish, or as a workbench for developing new components using a hot reloaded dev server. Alex Hover Morales walks you through how to set up view style guidance in his new tutorial. As we mentioned last week, Firebase is a popular backend service for Vue, and this week Phil Miller wrote up an article showing how easy it is to get started using their new Firestore database with the Vue-Firestore library. As opposed to the Vue Fire library that we covered last week. <laughs> right. These are two different libraries that give you access to Firebase. One is maintained by the Vue core team, and the other, the one covered by this article, is a newer library by Amrani Hussein. Any reason we should be using one or the other? Not that I can tell. Other than the Vue Fire version that supports Firestore isn't quite released yet, though you can use it under their next branch. If you haven't yet, you gotta check out the two-page view cheat sheet that Adam and I put together. You can print it out and put it on your desktop, or just put it on a second monitor while you're coding, and have all the common view syntax right at your fingertips. You can grab it for free over at viewmastery.com. And thanks for listening to the official View News Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week to catch the latest news in the view community. 